Welcome to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Hi, I'm Nicole Bernard, and I'll be your host. I've been a small business owner for over 12 years, and I know how hard it is to market your business effectively. With all the tools out there, it can be confusing, and with all the tasks of running a business, it can be hard to find the time. In this podcast, I'll cover best marketing practices, essential tips and tricks to grow your business, and chat with other business owners to glean valuable information that they are using to crush their goals. So grab a glass and let's chat. Hey guys, and welcome back to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Um, This week, I'm super excited to have um, a guest from the UK. You're my first from the UK, so I'm super excited about that. Um, Her name is Abby Cornall, and she's the founder and business coach at Dream Tribes Community. So thanks so much for joining me today. Hello there, Nicole. I'm too, I'm too excited. I didn't know I was your first UK lady. Yes. Oh, yes. that is exciting. Can you understand what I am saying? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I've had a few Canadians, but never UK. <laughs> Should I talk posh like the Queen? Like, hello. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Where is my tea? Do y'all drink as much tea as like it says in like movies? Just grab my tea. <laughs> I've got my bubbles here, Nicole. Yay! Um, yes. Instructed. Chin chin. That's Yay. what we say here. Yeah, that means cheers. Chin chin. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> you know, yeah. Chin chin. Okay. Well, and I liked. Um, I learned a new one from you last week too when we didn't connect. Shit sticks. Mm. I've never heard that one. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yes. I come up with all these words all the time. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Keep doing it. Yeah. I'm super excited to be here. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. I'm so glad we had to connect and I'm in your Facebook group, which is an amazing resource. So I'll put that in the podcast notes for anybody that wants to join because you share so much good stuff over there. We do. So we focus on building community, building tribes, basically every business needs to build an audience. And if you can build an audience that absolutely love you so much that they keep coming back, then you can sell your products and your services over and over again. So we're not having to get those leads in because we're keeping people interested so we can put out a different offer next month and then another different offer and the same people keep coming back. So that's what I love about tribe building. Yeah, it makes sense because it's like more efficient, right? And saves money to sell to the same or like a warmer audience than go out and find completely cold leads. Exactly. You know, I've got some coaches and they pay sometimes $50 per lead, you know, in Facebook ads, which is insane to me because that's like just money down the drain. But they say, oh, well, it's worth paying it per lead for the lifetime value of that customer. And I'm like, whoa, I just get everybody organically, tell people about our tribe, tell people about our group. And, you know, don't have that expense because we don't have that money to just throw down the drain when you're starting out, do you? Yeah, no, totally. I mean, yeah, I get it. Like budgets and I mean, and people, I think, get scared. Like they don't think that they can get leads in business organically. And that's kind of what I focus on, too. I'm like, no, you you can. I promise you don't need a huge pay-per-click budget. You don't need a huge ads. I mean, those are great, but you don't have to have that. Yeah, I mean, I ran my first ads 
ever actually last week absolutely hated it have to say it was the biggest learning curve I've ever had because last <laughs> month was learning how to do Facebook ads but I've been in my business now for just nearly three years I would say I was a virtual assistant before that um but yeah I've done it all organically just telling people about my group and then getting people in my group to recommend it to other people so yeah I've not had to pay a single penny or dime or whatever you have over there <laughs> yeah. In, in in marketing or revenue or ad spend or whatever you call it yeah yeah oh that's amazing yeah so tell us more about like how you got started you know you said you've been in about three years like what'd you do before that you know like how'd you get into it and everything yeah so um started my journey left university and became a lawyer basically just to like prove something to my parents that I was a somebody you know oh you you get these messages become a lot a doctor become a lawyer become a vet, veterinary surgeon mm-hmm. become a dentist and then you'll have a good job and then you can have a great life so that was the message and I grew up with became a lawyer and absolutely hated the, I don't, I don't like saying this word, but it's it's kind of a masculine environment. That's what it was. That's what Mm -hmm. it felt like. If you wanted to have kids, have a family and everything like that, it just didn't compute with my employers. They they just expected me to come in and and work just as hard as the men there. But I'm also trying to bring up a family, get home, put my kids to bed. And I didn't see my children. And it was one day when my, my little girl called our childminder uh, mummy um, instead of me that mm. woke me up it was like a big slap in my face because she saw her and spent more time with our childcare provider right. than her own mother and I was heartbroken I was crying on the train all the way into work and that day um, on my lunch hour normally I go and have lunch <laughs> obviously <laughs> I thought I went to the store and I just borrowed a large cardboard box from the store, took it to my desk and I packed my whole desk up. I didn't tell anybody. And I just carried this this big box back onto the train. I thought, that's it. I'm quitting my job. I want to be at home with my kids. Mm -hmm. I had no plan, honestly, Nicole. So I went from um, corporate lawyer in, I was in costs at that time. It's called legal costs, which deals with like accidents and personal injury and mm-hmm. car accidents, road traffic accidents, that kind of thing. Uh, I'd been in immigration law as well for a while. Um, so I went from lawyer to cleaner, would you believe? <laughs> yeah, just That's to crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. I I didn't tell that story for about two years. I was a bit too embarrassed to admit it. But you've got to pay the bills, haven't you? Yeah. You've got to just get by. And I wanted to be at home with my kids so badly that I just thought, well, whatever it takes for me to be at home with them is what I'm going to do. So the easiest job I could get straight away as I'd walked out of that job was finding finding jobs locally as a cleaner because that fit around school hours. Oh, that's smart. You could go do a cleaning job really early in the morning and then drop your kids off at school. Then you might have another cleaning job and then you could be there and, and pick your kids back up. So it, it fit quite well, but obviously I didn't want to be a cleaner for the rest of my life. I had a bit more ambition. Um, so I had a look online and, and when you work in a corporate nine to five, you aren't aware of this whole world that is online and it's like a new 
it's like a new world. It's like a different country. Yeah. And it's like, huge. Like there's so is. many opportunities. Yeah. So I knew about LinkedIn in the corporate world. That was a thing that we did use. Mm. Um, but I, and I also, I think I had a hard Facebook at that time, but I just used it to moan and groan at you, at your friends and family as you do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's what I used Facebook for. I didn't realize you could get on there with it and have a business. I didn't even know what a business page was. So I, I investigated the old Google search that everybody does, how to make money working from home. <laughs> So everybody has searched that that sentence at mm-hmm. some point in their life. So all these things came up, network marketing, blah, 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 this, that, and the other. I, tr- I dabbled at network marketing for a little bit, but it just didn't, it didn't feel good for me. And it just didn't feel like my own business. I was told how to sell, what to sell, uh, the yeah. way to sell it. And I was told that I couldn't have another business alongside it and all these extra rules where it made me think, well, this isn't really my business, is it? Right. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I wanted my own business. So because I was doing this network marketing, you get opened up with your eyes to the whole online space and entrepreneurship and coaching and all that. So then I became a virtual assistant because I'd, I'd seen a few people what was she called now Abby Ashley I think she was called she runs like this virtual assistant school oh. so I did this like training course how to become a virtual assistant and I started to market myself on Facebook on Instagram and I got a job with quite a few coaches and weirdly enough hairdressers so really I was, yeah very random I was working as a virtual assistant for hairdressers in the UK and the USA and also for coaches and I think you know working for coaches and seeing basically the amount of money they were earning <laughs> and I was like why don't I do this this looks really good <laughs> Because, you know, they just had a few clients, they were earning a good income, they had a really good work-life balance, which mm-hmm. is what it's all about at the end of the day. Um, and I really liked the, the work that they were doing. And so I thought, well, I can't coach people to become a lawyer. You know, obviously, I do know about law and stuff, but it just doesn't work online. Right. <laughs> Come and join my coaching course to become a lawyer. Who wants to do that? Not me. <laughs> people so I decided to coach people to become a VA virtual assistant um, and I ran this like virtual assistant training program so it was a 12-week program which I ran inside what I call a pop-up Facebook group so you, you obviously know what, mm-hmm. what a Facebook group is so it's a pop-up Facebook group is just a Facebook group that opens up for 12 weeks and then it closes that's all that is and I was charging whatever, $600 per person to do this training with me. They got a lower goal. They got a, a branding package and everything like that with it. So they got their like business in a box kind of yeah. thing by doing my course. And so then I absolutely loved coaching so much. And I did a training course all about Facebook groups at the same time, run by a lady called Caitlin Batcher. And that is what opened me up to being super excited about Facebook groups, building communities, because I'd opened up this pop-up group, made quite a lot of money just from running it with all these women in, showing them how to become a virtual assistant. So we all did the training together week after week after week. And I just kept running this pop-up course and thinking, I need to teach people how they can utilize Facebook groups 
to basically do their job and run the businesses because it's free. It's a free tool. And we're all, you know, so, I don't know, we get bogged down by we've got to pay this expense and that expense and this software and that software. And actually being in an online business and starting out can be done completely for free just by using Facebook. So that's what I do now. I teach people how to build groups, grow communities, uh, run programs and training programs and things like that, just using Facebook tools and a, a PayPal link. That's it. So simple. Yeah. And what's the name of your group again? So everybody it's called, can. It's called Dream Tribes. And I've got the Dream Tribes Coaching Academy is like the membership academy that, that we do all our training in as well. But there's loads of free training inside the free Facebook group as well. Yes, there are. I, I can vouch for that. Yes. So I say all that and it hasn't been a smooth path. You know, everybody thinks, oh, oh, I did this, I did that, became a virtual assistant, then became a coach and, and we all lived happily ever after. But uh, as you know, <laughs> online entrepreneurship is not a smooth path. <laughs> no. Well, and I don't think, you know, any kind of entrepreneurship really is, you know, like it's up, down, all around, backwards, backwards, mm. backwards, forwards. Like, Yeah, I think the so hardest much. thing about coming online for me was the noise. Once you actually get in the online space and you start sort of listening to this podcast and then you get another podcast recommended to you and then they say you need to do webinars and then oh you could do having some automation in your business and then grow a team and then oh you should be on TikTok let's get on Instagram and before you know it you're pulled in you know 200 different directions by different people all legitimately saying this works for me but it's very difficult to cut through that noise and cut through that pressure of you need to start a YouTube channel, you need to you need to get on Facebook, you need to get on TikTok, whatever it is, it's really hard to stay focused and to stay, I suppose, disciplined in a way, um, in a way that is going to benefit your business and keep your business driving forward because it's easy to just consume content all day long and, and just spend your time consuming content. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's so much out there. Well, and then, like you said too, like, taking the time to, you know, start all these other new things. And then you never really see results on any of them because you're kind of jumping to the next one because, you know, it works for Karen down the street, but it might not work for you and your audience, you know? Exactly. It's heartbreaking for me as a coach as well, seeing somebody with loads of potential coming into my like academy, into my memberships and seeing them doing really well. But then they get shiny object syndrome and they see something else and, and pretty soon they're gone again. Right. And then I, I look at them like 12 months, 18 months later, and they're doing the same thing, just hopping like a frog from one thing to the next to the next really not getting anywhere they're just going in circles yeah and it's a shame because I see it over and over again we need to be aware of this trap and then ask, ask ourselves am I in this trap right now come <laughs> right. on be honest with yourself Abby are you in this spiral so yeah it's yeah. really hard to just stay grounded and focused <laughs> yeah no it's a slippery slope for sure yeah and I help a lot of brick and mortar businesses that want yeah. to fix that you know their marketing and do the same thing though they're like I'm on yeah you know, TikTok and I don't know, yeah. I'm like, you, you don't need to be on there. Like, you know, yeah. your, your audience is not on Twitter. Like, you know, yeah. so let's, let's pair down. <laughs> yeah. They need to just stick to one where their audience Yes, is. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Anyway. Um, so do you have any, like, how do you balance work in life with all of the stuff that you juggle and kids and groups and all that good stuff? 
Yeah, I've got a lot that I juggle and I've got actually quite an interesting story around the balance issue because this time last year, I went into a partnership with someone and my income completely dropped down to about seven, eight hundred a month. And that was really not good. <laughs> so I pulled out of that partnership and then I made a decision to hustle hard and work hard. And they say, get visible, get visible, get visible every day, you know, increase your visibility. Anyway, I took it to the extreme because I was going live every day. I was posting everywhere. I was posting on Facebook, posting on Instagram. And come September 2019, I burnt out and I didn't know burnout was a thing but I was just like a truck that had run out of petrol run out of fuel <laughs> and I found myself in bed one day and I was in such pain I just couldn't mm. wake I couldn't sit up I couldn't stand up and I was like this for three weeks Nicole three oh whole goodness. entire weeks I thought I had bone cancer I thought I had uh, what was it called M- not MA is it oh uh my yeah, oh, MS or like no, it was fibromyalgia, chronic, chronic fatigue. Oh. I had something like chronic fatigue and yes, possibly MS. I thought it was something chronic anyway, and I was on my way out. Yeah, <laughs> that had to be scary. It was really scary. I've never experienced burnout like that before. I've heard people say, you know, don't burn out. And, and I heard people mentioning something called burnout. But I didn't realize that it could be such a physically ill, debilitating condition where you can't get up, you can't cook, you can't even wash yourself. I just had, what happened was I had zero energy to even sit up. Wow. And I thought that I would be like that forever. So it was a really scary time. And that was from being present on all social media channels, trying to run my house, do the housework, do the cooking, do the cleaning you know look after my kids get them to school get them back to school and trying to be everything to everybody burnt me out so I was like this for three weeks and I was really scared that I was going to be like that forever and after three weeks my husband took me away to Spain he said you need a holiday let's get you away and whilst I was in Spain just sat there in the sun on the beach uh, you know, I had a, a big notepad and I reassessed and reevaluated my whole business, my whole life, my lifestyle. I had a look at, you know, what am I doing that works and what am I doing that doesn't freaking work? <laughs> and why am I doing it? So I had a look, you know, my Instagram has never really taken off because I'm not an Instagrammer at heart. I love it and everything. I love mm-hmm. seeing everybody's photos. It's just not a platform that is in my own personal heart. Mm-hmm. So I decided, I, I, as I was in Spain, I stripped back everything. What am I doing? That's what I'm doing. Do I need it? No, let's strip it away. So it was like stripping away an onion and taking the skin off, you know, <laughs> peeling back the layers. Yeah. And all that I do now and all that I do is I run a free Facebook group. I go into it twice a day. I do a live video just once a week. Um, I'm coming up to do a challenge next week um, and I'll I'll be doing a few more live videos promoting that challenge but normally I just do a a live one hour video every Friday Mm. but the whole week now I spend the week telling people about that live video so instead of showing up and having to produce this and produce that content produce this content produce that content 
all I'm doing is posting every day, going in my group twice a day and doing a one hour live in my free group. And beyond that, everything else that I do is I have three days off a week that I don't work at all. I spend time with my children every day. I run a membership. So whenever I've got time for that, I'll create a workbook or just, you know, shoot a video for my membership mm-hmm. um, students. And then if I've got any time after that, I might I might sell some extra one-to-one sessions or a little bit of extra coaching. So I'm very much feeling my way forward now with how mm. I am health-wise, what is going on in the family, have I got time? Um, and, you know, my business is not controlling me. I'm controlling it. And it's very easy for your business to control you. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. There's my story of work-life balance. You've got to grab it by the throat and give it, give it a shake. <laughs> it's so true. It is. <laughs> and I bet it felt good to peel back those layers because I mean, like you said, like I know we we get so busy and we kind of do this and we do this, but and that's so easy to keep going without realizing how much extra crap we've like yeah. brought on and really evaluating if it's working for us or not. I think, you know, sometimes we think the more that we're doing, the more it's benefiting us. Right. So, you know, I had it in my head. I've got to get visible, got to get visible, mm-hmm. got to get visible. And I was, you know, sending out emails, doing stories, posting on my business page, posting on my personal profile, post on Instagram. Um, and before you knew it, you know, the whole day had been spent marketing and I hadn't touched my actual business right. because I was so busy marketing. And then I found myself working into the night, working through the night, working till two and three in the morning, getting things done repeatedly over and over again, not nourishing myself, not getting any exercise you know, because I was trying to be present for my children. And it was in that cycle of of burning the candle at both ends and not eating well and not exercising that's what got me ill really really ill and I didn't know a human body could get to a burnout stage like that yeah no I thought it was more mental I didn't realize it was like you know what I mean like you're just like oh I'm tired or like don't feel like doing it I never really realized it was so physical that's crazy you know when people talk of burnout maybe it was a breakdown I don't know it was like a burnout breakdown whatever it was it was horrific and it was really quite humbling and gave me a bit of a wake-up call as to the fact that my body is is not really I don't know a temple do you know what I mean (laughs) my body is very delicate it Mm -hmm. made me really realize my own sort of mortality in a way because right. you know, at that time I really thought there was something seriously wrong with me yeah oh, so very grateful and very thankful that I'm in good health now I have my morning smoothie every morning fail. <laughs> <laughs> yes um, yeah and I make sure I get daily exercise now we've got a little chihuahua a little dog and he absolutely adores his his daily walks so yeah I just try not to spend too many hours at my desk in one go now to yeah. avoid that burnout stage yeah and I've read too that um you know our in like just our this century or you know how we all sit more 
Like that's yeah. like one of the leading causes of like underlying like stress and cancer and stuff just because we're so immobile, you know, right, which yeah, is crazy. Yeah. And, but I mean, yeah. you can sit there at your desk for you're like six hours later. It's like, Oh God, I guess I should get up and stretch. You know? I <laughs> know oh, exactly. No, if you're doing something like a landing page or, or you're trying to develop your website or yeah. something like that, funnels, easily, like six, yeah. eight, 10 hours can just fly by. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's crazy isn't it but it's so important for us to consider our work-life balance and yeah. I think we as women we don't really consider our own self-care enough I know there's lots of people out there doing self-care challenges blah 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 but we really don't put ourselves you know at, at the front like that we just try to get on with it and just get it done right so yeah, yeah. I mean I know for me like you know, if I was like planning to go on a run, but if my kids needed something or food, then I would pick that obviously, you know what I mean? And so it's like, I don't know, I've had to like try and figure out how I can get up earlier or work it in other ways, because given that situation, we're always as moms or women going to usually put people first, you know, always, always, but we need to more often say, do you know what? No, I need a rest now. I'm resting for half an hour. No, I'm not cooking dinner right now because I'm, I'm going to have a rest. Right. Yeah. You never hear me say that, you know, I'm sat here <laughs> saying it now. I'm going to do it, you know what, Nicole. After I've done this uh, this interview now, I'm going to go downstairs, sit down, yes. and I'm going to say, right, mummy needs a rest now, okay? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She'll stare at me like, what's happened to her? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you deserve it. I mean, what is it, what, almost 8 o'clock over there, right? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. But I do deserve a rest. Yes, you do. <laughs> I had not stop appointments today. So yeah, I'm going to go downstairs. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to say, mommy needs a rest right now. <laughs> yes, totally. <laughs> you should. Um, awesome. So yeah, I'll keep going along so you can go get your rest soon. Um, do you use any like apps or automation or anything in your business that you love? Um, uh, so you mean mobile apps and software? Or like my favorite apps and software. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Like some people use, you know, like ClickUp or Asana or Trello, different things like that. Um, Yeah. So I am very (laughs) (laughs) anti-systems. So yeah, I'm all about simplicity Mm -hmm. and not using anything. So I use Facebook groups. I use PayPal links. Mm. Um, I also use Facebook Workplace, uh, which I use for my membership. And there's a lot of people out there that use uh, Kajabi, Thinkific, uh, Teachable, uh, Memberville. Is it? There's lots of. Them oh yeah, there's there. so many of them. Altra, another one that they pay that you pay monthly for, and some of them are like hundreds of dollars per month. Yeah. Um, but actually, Facebook Workplace. You can house your whole membership on there. That people can have their own profiles. They can go live. I didn't know that. With other, yeah, you can have chat features, chat functions. It comes Ooh. with its own app. It comes with its own chat app. You've got. You've not got the pull of Facebook because you run it separately f- away from Facebook. Yeah. You can live stream Zoom into there. Uh, people can go live. So it's a community as well as your um, membership. Uh, you know, like your workbooks or whatever, right? Your, videos, your actual content, as it were, and it's all in one place. Um, so I cannot speak highly enough 
of using Facebook Workplace as a membership platform. Yeah. I think the word workplace tends to put people off because they think it's something to do with like LinkedIn or workplace or right. workplace or work. Right. <laughs> it seems to like make people think of nine to five jobs for some reason. Uh, but my academy members, a lot of them are using Workplace to house their own memberships in their own academies. So that is my favorite thing in the world, Facebook Workplace. And can they um, talk to each other within the workplace or you just? Yeah. So wow. Got, okay. I'm going to have to look into voice it. voice notes. You can do chat. You can do videos. You can do live videos. You can stream Zoom into there and share your screen. You can have webinars in there. It's absolutely awesome. And it's all in one space. Because Whereas these other platforms, you tend to have to have a Facebook group to have the community aspect of it. Right. Separate. Um but you can do it all in one place at workplace and it's free. I love yeah, yeah, I'm not an ambassador and I've not got a link. You should be. <laughs> I should. I should. I need to get paid. Look if you're listening. <laughs> yeah, so I just use Facebook groups for my free store, Facebook business page, uh, PayPal links to, to get paid. I've got a Facebook workplace. I use Canva, obviously. Love Canva. Apps on my phone. I use Video Shop to if I ever want to put different videos together like say I've done a screen share video training and I want to put it together with an intro from me I use an app called video shop oh I'm taking uh, notes quite like um look at it obviously word swag that's probably one that most people know um Canva's my favorite really because you can remove your background in Canva now and now you can also do animated graphics. Yeah Canva. I've seen those those are so yeah, cute. So I did a, a really good one from a Facebook ad you know I sound like a Facebook ad ex- expert but I did my first <laughs> Facebook ad last week. I did an animated Canva graphic so in Canva I removed my background and then I put me onto some really brightly colored background with all different colors of the rainbow yeah about what's going to stop the scroll in the news feed exactly and then I added these elements that were moving to again encourage people to see it because it's it's like a moving image yeah yeah, I've got really great results from that ad so that's fantastic yeah it's scroll stopping content it is (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Gotta stand out for sure. I was pulling all the tricks out of the book doing that one. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yeah, but it worked really well because I'm doing. I'm running a ten dollar challenge next week, and it's costing me six dollars now to get each person into my ten dollar challenge. That's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, you still make some, so that's great. Yeah, whereas most people do a free challenge and then they have to pay the whatever the the six dollars and and take it as a hit yeah totally most most are converting at three or four dollars each person now I understand Mm -hmm. but I don't know whether that's because of these crazy times right I'm told Facebook ads are quite cheap at the moment that's what I've heard too I heard it drop yeah Yeah. I wouldn't know because I I did my first Facebook ads last week so I wouldn't know (laughs) (laughs) but you know you can get to this level in business uh, you know, I'm on multi six figures now and I've never done any Facebook ads. I've never had any webinars, no automations, no integrations, none of that jazz, nothing. That's awesome. <laughs> that is so, so that leads to my next question, which I feel like I kind of know the answer. What is like yeah. your most effective way to market your business? Obviously with Facebook, I would guess is your answer. <laughs> 
Yeah, so on our Facebook personal profiles, there's a lot of people that come to me very resistant to using their personal profiles to network. But if you think about, you know, back in corporate, I used to go to networking events and networking meetings, and I would just stand there and get to know people. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't go into the networking meeting going, hey, I'm a lawyer and I do this, this and this. I would go into these networking events just being me, Abby, and just saying hi to people. And, oh, so where do you work then? And it's just general chit-chat. And it's exactly the same on Facebook. Whereas I find a lot of people try to market their business on Facebook. They they have their business marketing head, and then they have their real human head. And they Mm. somehow want to keep those two things separate. Whereas if we just get to know people on a human level in Facebook – And maybe put them on a separate, like, business friends list. You can easily do that in Facebook. Mm -hmm. So we're allowed 5,000 friends in Facebook. So if we make 2,500 business friends and we put them on a separate list called business friends, then they're the perfect people, once we've got to know them a little bit, to say, do you know what? I've got this growing groups challenge. I know you've got a group, Christine. Do you you want to come and join it? It's completely free. And because I've built a little bit of a rapport with them, I've not been spamming them. I've not been messaging them in Messenger and being that annoying person. God, I hate those. Yeah, (laughs) I've just been very gently chatting to them on their Facebook like a human. yeah it's groundbreaking stuff um so when I invite Christine after I've got to know her you know for a few weeks after and then I invite her to my challenge or to my masterclass that I'm doing and I say I don't know if you're going to be interested in this but I know you've got x y and z business so it might be useful to you and then because I've had a couple of conversations with Christine she's gonna go yeah that sounds awesome send me the link that's all I do over and over again 10 times a day every morning 10 people 10 people a day get to know them every single day (laughs) that's awesome that makes sense I mean because I mean business is built on relationships and I think like you said we we kind of forget that we have like this whole marketing thing and then like it's separate but they really should be used together (laughs) they should and if we build up a Facebook group where we've actually got to know the people first who are joining us then that Facebook group is warm, it's hot. <laughs> it, people like want to talk to you because they already got to know you a little bit before they joined. Mm-hmm. People remember you, they keep coming back. Because how many Facebook groups do we join and we forget what it was called and we forget what the person was called? It's true. Who runs it. So by doing this groundwork every single day with 10 people, just for one hour every morning is my number one activity of the day that I have to do. You know, 10 people a day is over 3,000 people in a year. And you only need a Facebook group of three to 500 to have a full-time income. That's all you need. As long as it's active, it's engaged. We don't need 10,000, 20,000, 80,000 people anymore. It can be just three to 500 and it's enough to build a really great business. You know, if you've got you've got one-to-one coaching, especially most coaching packages are around, you know, 800, a thousand a month each. You only need four or five clients. Right. You've got a great income. So then you've got a Facebook group of 500 active people. You only need three or four or five. Right. So that's your conversion rate, three, two, three, four percent. Right. 
And Which, meanwhile, you can add other offers in between. You know, I'm yeah. doing this boot camp, we're doing this challenge, I've got these one-to-one sessions. You can add all sorts of different offers to keep your audience interested in what and what we've got to offer and what we're doing. Keep them engaged and active and excited. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Simple. Yeah, it really is. Um, it is. <laughs> Thanks for sharing all that. That's great. And I'm totally going to check out. So I have a group that's just for a book club and I think I want to create another one. Um, and then I'm also going to look at the workplace one, um, because yeah, Yeah. I haven't done all of that stuff. So I'm excited to check all that out. Check Um, it out. Be happy to show you my workplace anytime. If you want to see it actually, you know, to be honest with you, you know, if you go into some membership platforms, you know, I pay for quite a few memberships. If they do like a really fancy membership in, say, WordPress, you know, I'm in the Female Entrepreneur Association with Carrie Green. Oh, yeah, I love her. Yeah, it's lovely. You go onto her membership platform and it's beautiful. But then she's got the separate Facebook group community with it called the Members Club. But, you know, her membership is absolutely beautiful. It's probably cost tens of thousands of dollars to create that. So Workplace is very... You know, it's very white, white background, very plain. It's just like Facebook, actually. It just looks like Facebook. It looks like Facebook groups. Mm -hmm. You join all the Facebook groups together. So I've got one that's all about mindset. I've got one all about beginners. I've got one all about growing your audience. I've got one all about advanced. One about setting up a podcast. So they're all sort of mini sections that get linked together like a super group. Oh, cool. That's that's what Workplace is. And then you put all your membership content in there as well. So, yeah, it's not as fancy as some of these platforms that can make them all beautifully colored and branded. Right. But in terms of doing the job and user experience, people in my academy absolutely love the community experience of it. They love it. Yeah, I love that. And and I wonder too, I mean, because since because people are familiar with Facebook and it might not be even the same as using, but they, in mindset wise, it's like, Oh, I'm still on Facebook. Whereas like, so I host my, I have a training program on teachable and I've noticed, you know, some people are like, well, I'm not sure. Like, do I create an account? Like, how do I get in there? You know what I mean? So it's cause it's taking them off a separate platform that they're not super comfortable with. So I'm wondering if workplace would be easier to integrate for them. Absolutely, because it comes with, with uh, apps, whether you, where you've got the Facebook app and your Messenger app, with Workplace, it's exactly the same, but you have your Workplace app and your Workplace chat app. Okay. So two, two apps, just the same. Where you're logging into Teachable, it can become a bit of a pain in the ass. Yeah. And you're like, oh, what's my login and how do I get in and where's the link gone again and I've lost it. Right. Whereas with Workplace, you know your apps are right there next to your Facebook app. So that's how I have mine. Yeah. So I have yeah. Facebook and Messenger on my phone and then I have Workplace and Workplace Chat next to it. So I know those apps are all together. That's where I do my learning. That's where I do my training. And it's the same for my academy students. They just log in with the apps. Yeah, that makes sense. And I like the community aspect because there isn't one on Teachable. You know what I mean? They're all separate. So there's no way to get them all together. So, okay. It doesn't feel part of the same thing. Whereas if you had a real classroom, you'd have your community there and they'd all be together and they'd all be learning together. Yeah. Whereas all of these uh, platforms that you pay for, you're paying a lot of money really every month. And then you're having to somehow gather everybody as a community somewhere else. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. I pay 40 bucks a month for it. And so, I mean, that's essentially over the year, you know, one student that I just throw out the window of like the income. So 
You just yeah. throw that student away. <laughs> just under the bus. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So, yeah, whoever I show workplace to, they absolutely love it. And they end up setting up their own membership on there. The, uh, the only downside to it that I've found is that you have to add people to it manually. Mm-hmm. I do... Do I have seen that it integrates with Zapier or Zapier, but I'm not a very techie person. I'm not great with integrations. Right. So I just get somebody's email address and I say, you know, I'll add you in there now. And I just, yeah. it's not a big deal for me to do that for 10 seconds. Right. Yeah. Like cut, <laughs> cut and paste. It's not bad. Yes, exactly. <laughs> cut and paste. I did have a couple of problems when somebody had already joined a workplace with an email address. Mm. It hasn't been a problem for three people, but this one person workplace was like, sorry, but this person is already on workplace. So I had to ask her for a different email address. That's the only issue that I've had with it so far. Right. Hmm. Okay. Awesome. Well, I'm going to check it out. I will. Um, Awesome. (laughs) Okay. So, how do you like get out of your comfort zone to grow your business? Um, like, is there any like things you can think of and like any tips for other small business owners to get out of their comfort zone and go after their goals? Um, so my comfort zone is not having any tech or systems or, you know, for some reason I feel like if I've got these tech and these systems that it's going to control me. But I know deep down to grow and scale my business that I need to get out out of my own way with that. And if I want to scale now over the next 12 months, I'm going to have to have some systems in place. So basically what I do is that, you know, I look at the next thing that I really need. And I really need a great system of having a sales page for everything that I offer. You know, sometimes that this week I just created an A4 graphic in Canva to do these one-to-one martini sessions with me going over like a sales process for, for my um, for my uh, clients and customers in my group. But really, it would be good to have a really nice landing page, to have them be able to click into it, pay for it, and it mm-hmm. automate into my diary for them to book in, and then it all to be like all, all nice and professional like that. <laughs> <laughs> so what I do is I choose one thing that I'm going to tackle that month. You know, there's no point me saying, oh, on Monday I'm going to talk, you know, I'm going to tackle automations and on Tuesday I'm going to do this. And, you know, I think it just giving us that one um, milestone each month, to that one hurdle to overcome is enough because that's 12 hurdles in a year that's a lot of hurdles a lot yeah <laughs> so last month I did Facebook ads for example this month I'm gonna look into something called Samcart because I understand with Samcart you can do a really great landing page say what your offer is all about and then they get to pay by credit card or PayPal on the same page at the bottom and I like the idea of the simplicity of having tech, having a tech system, having a great sales page, but having it where they can pay as well at the same time. So it's still what fits with me, which is keep it simple, mm-hmm. simplicity. But also I'm, I'm, I'm adding a little bit of a tech system in there and something that's like, you know, just an, an extra notch up of professionality. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, just my best advice is to give yourself a task that takes yourself out of your comfort zone every month. Yeah, totally. I, yeah. I love that. And I've heard great things about Sam Cart. Um, yeah. I really have. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, I had a nosy at it yesterday and it looks really good. 
Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I love that. Cause I mean, one big thing for the month. And like you said, that's 12 over the year. That's a lot of stuff. I mean, that's a lot of growth if you actually hit that, but then giving yourself a month, like doesn't feel as overwhelming. So yeah, exactly. It doesn't feel overwhelming. Although I did feel overwhelmed in May with the Facebook ads. Oh God, honestly, you think, Oh yeah, I run a Facebook ad. Oh yeah. Press create ad and then just follow the instructions. But I had to integrate pixels with my landing page for my membership. I had to do a purchase pixel, a, uh, uh, what's it called? Not a sales page, but um, not an open cart page. You know where you pay? The payment page. Oh, yeah. So you got you got a sales page, then a payment page. And then like and a, then thank, a you thank you page. page. <laughs> so I had to have three different pixels integrated in each of those different pages in the back end as html code and you did it yourself i did it through this training because i'm in an academy myself (laughs) what i will say is always invest in your learning yes i'll always do i'd never used to do it i used to think i can just learn this myself but there's nothing better than just investing a little bit extra into an academy to show you how to do these right. things. Right. Yeah. You can just get it done so much quicker. Like, yes, you can go that yeah. route, but like, yeah, you know, where I am in three years, I could have been there in one year. Right. I'd have actually gone, right, come on, Abby, you've got to invest in yourself here. So yeah, so you have to integrate these pixels and this coding into all these pages so that Facebook can track, um, with your conversions on your ads, how many people have purchased through this conversion. And then you can compare all the different ads and then switch the ones off that are not working. And yeah, it's, it's yeah, not for the faint heart because you're playing, you're almost gambling with money. Mm -hmm. You're just watching it go down the drain. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, after 14 different ads, two weeks ago, um, I switched off. 12 of them kept two of them running and then created a a final one uh, yesterday that said it's your last chance to join for this challenge so yeah and they've they've been working the 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 two ads that I I kept and this final ad that I've done it said that says it's your final chance it's this moving Canva you know rainbow image yeah (laughs) I love that Yeah, they're working really well. So. Oh, that's good. That's yeah, exciting. That you can learn something and go through a pain barrier and go over a hurdle all mm-hmm. in the space of four weeks. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Okay. Boom. <laughs> yeah. Um, yay. Okay, so we're down to your last, um, like your favorites. Like what is your favorite book? Uh, favorite book, although I'm not very good at it. <laughs> <laughs> I would say is James Clear Atomic Habits. He's I just read that. Fantastic. Yeah, isn't he fantastic? Yes. So I, I've, I've done some of the things that he says in his book, and I know that if I can crush a lot of his recommendations in his book, that I will get to seven figures through, it is through like having consistency and daily habits. And it's true what he says about, you know, athletes and people in the sporting industry they are so committed they are so disciplined Mm -hmm. and it doesn't mean that we're not here for our family and we're not here doing the other things that we need to do but if we're super disciplined and focused with the time that we have and if we're consistent then that makes all the difference you know making those consistent changes and improvements and tweaks every single day that's what wins the race. And, it, you know, I think you need to be a sort of very tenacious person 
to be able to come up against a bit of a block, make a tweak, that's not working too, too well, I'm going to tweak it to this, I'm going to tweak it to that. Yeah, I think I think if I could crush everything that he recommends in that book, I'll be on seven and eight figures. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I did. I love how he did make it approachable. You know, he's like the 1%, you know, and they don't accumulate, but they compound. And like just thinking of it that way really helped because it yeah. was like, I didn't do much today, but then it was like, okay, I did more than I did yesterday. So that's a win, you know, and just yeah. continuing to do that. Yeah. That's yeah. my favorite book by yeah. far. Yeah, it was awesome. And beyond that, you know, I've just got Russell Brunson's, is it Traffic Secrets? I'm very quite, I'm quite interested in getting traffic and getting leads and sending our traffic to where we want to send them to rather than hoping and praying that right. our traffic comes to us. So I'm all for the law of attraction and I very much use the law of attraction in my business you know, energetically, I try to, you know, run my business where I want customers and clients to come to me. Mm -hmm. But also, I have got the power to be able to post and be present on social media and drive traffic myself to the next place where I want them to go. Right. It's not all about the law of attraction. It's almost drawing people in and spitting them out to where I want them to go. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, so, and that was a, a missing piece in my business, I would say, before before this month, before the last, you know, the last three or four weeks, I've made a big change with that. Oh, wow. And every day now, you'll see me, you, when, when I post, you'll see me giving value and then driving that traffic to the next place where I want them to go. And yeah. I wasn't doing that before. And it's a big game changer, actually. Yeah. So yeah, I do like Russell Brunson as well. Yeah, what was the name of that book? Traffic Secrets? Traffic Secrets, it's just Ooh. come out. So it's just a okay. about, I think it's called Traffic awesome. Secrets. Do a quick search for you. <laughs> um, it's green. <laughs> <laughs> and I like him. He seems so, um, it seems like it'll be like an interesting book just to. He's a really face. great guy. I really like him. He's really genuine. He comes across really like normal which is yeah good in, the, in this industry <laughs> normal yeah traffic secrets it's green and it's black um, okay yeah yay um okay awesome next what's your favorite drink uh, martinis alcoholic? anything <laughs> so i would go for the 1970s pina colada <laughs> <laughs> you can't beat a fresh pina colada ever so, yeah. oh, with crushed ice and fresh coconut cream and fresh you know really ripe pineapple mm -hmm. and jamaican or caribbean rum dark rum um yeah definitely. so good especially like in summer now that like it's heating up here for us so that just yeah. sounds fantastic yeah well we went to jamaica for my honeymoon or for our honeymoon <laughs> and, <laughs> I, you know, I was I was drinking pina coladas. I actually were you dancing on, in the rain? <laughs> um, a song, you know, I don't like. Know if it rained. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I was. Yeah, it did rain one day, so yes, I was <laughs> dancing in the rain. Uh, but yes, um, so pina coladas, and I was drinking these things called dirty bananas. So oh. that's very similar to pina colada, but with banana. So mm. everything else is the same. Um, but it's basically like a crushed, slushed banana rum drink. Oh, that sounds fantastic. <laughs> yeah, that was fantastic. And also you got the Jamaican rum punch. So, yeah, my heart is in Jamaica. Yeah. 
<laughs> it seems like such an amazing place to go. I've never been, but it seems just so relaxed and beautiful and friendly. Yeah, for me, yeah, friendly. The culture, and then you've got the steel bands and steel mm. drums and the reggae, reggae on the beach, and it was just absolutely, you know, such an experience. We got so many friends in Jamaica now. Oh, that's awesome. On Facebook, yeah. <laughs> Some of them, t- they took us around town. They gave us a tour. They took us to a lighthouse. Uh, so, yeah, it was it was such a friendly place. They just come up to you and start singing, and it's, it's amazing. Aww. Oh, and we... Um, we fancied some lobster one day. So we was in this hotel, you know, it's like five star, six star, and you get all the food included, but there wasn't any lobster. And I said, I really fancy some lobster on the beach. So we went walking down the beach and we kept going and kept going because somebody said, oh, you can get lobster up the beach that way. And there was this, it was like a wooden sign. It was just a piece of wood and somebody had drawn um, a lobster on it in chalk so it's this red chalk lobster and it said lobster here with an arrow. <laughs> and then it pointed to basically this shack. It was just like, you know, I don't know, palm trees, coconut leaves, banana leaves, all put together in like a, like a shack. We went in there and it was full of Jamaican men and they were all stood around this shack smoking, you know, the wacky backy. <laughs> And me and my husband, we're like, we're like rabbit in headlights at this point. Right. Like, oh, what's going on here? This is scary. This is not about lobster. <laughs> so we start to back up, back, back, back out of this strange shack full of like, you know, very scary people. And he's, he's going, what do you want, man? What do you want, man? And my husband said, have you got any lobster? And he's going, yeah, man, yeah, man, no worries, man. And he, they sat us at this table just outside on the beach. So oh. pulled this table out, sat us down. So we're the only table, and he's pulled these two chairs out of this shack to bring them onto the beach. So there's my husband and I sat on the beach, uh, at this chair and tables, nobody else around us, just us. And this Jamaican man runs into the sea. He's running into the sea to, to this little boat. And he starts rowing into the sea really quickly. 20 minutes later, he comes back with a lobster oh <laughs> and puts it on a barbecue in the shack. So, yeah, we, had, we had literally had fresh lobster. Yeah, I bet it was amazing. <laughs> That's so funny that the experience is, like, better. <laughs> yes, we were just sat there going, what's he doing? What's he doing now? Where's he going? And then it's like, he's gone. He's rolled off. And then my husband was like, maybe he's gone to get a lobster. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. And he brought some prawns back as well. So oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh my yeah. God. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. Talk about customer yeah. service. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's when we went into this shack and it was just full of these Jamaican men. Yeah, we was we was very scared. But they yeah. had a lovely, lovely culture, great people. Always oh. happy, always smiling, always singing. Yeah. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah. Um, so what is your favorite thing to do to relax? Um I have a pony called Goldilocks. So I love oh. Yeah, I love mucking her out. I love brushing her. 
I don't love riding her so much now because I've, I've, you know, when you sit at your desk and then I went on my honeymoon and I came back quite a lot heavier than I was when I went to Jamaica. <laughs> so I do still ride her, but I, you know, I, I just keep thinking, oh, I've got to get this exercise in and then I'll ride her a lot more. But I just love taking care of her and brushing her and stuff and yeah. walking, walking the dog. Um, yeah, going in the hot tub, just things like that. Yeah, I love her name. That's so cute. <laughs> yeah, Goldilocks. She looks like me, or my husband said I look like her, which I don't think is a compliment. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, so, do you watch anything? What's your favorite thing to watch? Um, what do I watch? It's mostly movies, romantic movies, you know, ones that are just going to make me cry oldie waldy movies and things like Dirty Dancing, Pretty Woman. I don't really watch much TV. I'm not yeah. a Netflix girl, you know. No, not at all. So I'll just put on the old romantic movies that I absolutely love. Yeah, those are good ones. Yeah, I'll just chill out with a movie, a bit of popcorn, loads of tissues. That's a great <laughs> night in for me. Maybe a face mask. <laughs> yeah. You ever watch your, like, Hallmark movies? Those are my favorite. <coughs> Which ones? Like, Hallmark movies, the Hallmark channel. Do y'all have the Hallmark channel over there? Maybe no, not. No, I don't okay. think we do. No, we've got a Disney channel here with all the Disney movies. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, these are oh. just super, like, romantic ones. Um, they're oh. all pretty similar, but they're so cute. Um, oh. Yeah. And they have a bunch of Christmas yeah. ones. Yeah. I, I think oh. you can get it online, too. It's, like, Hallmark channel now or something like that but those are worth of hallmark cards yeah so it's that company but then they went ahead and made like all these cute lovey movies and they're just like make you feel good and i don't know they're awesome yeah right (laughs) (laughs) how to look into that one (laughs) awesome well yeah well so where can everybody find you um online like a group website all that yeah, I'm Facebook-based, as probably everybody knows by now. now. <laughs> so my name is Abby Cornell, that's A-B-B-I-E, and you can find me at Dream Tribes, so that's my business page. I've also got a business page, Abby Cornell, and then we've got a free Facebook group attached to that business page. So on the business page, it just says join free group here, and that's it. That's me, dead easy to find so simple I love it and yeah I'll put that in the podcast notes so everybody can join and get all the awesome value thank you so much this has been so great and it's a great excuse for me to have a glass of bubbly yes exactly (laughs) that's what I wanted that's what I was going for it's like business bubbly and just relax um yeah well and thanks for sharing all of your information like that was so valuable like I'm gonna go do some research too and I hope all my listeners gained a lot too which I'm sure they will Yay. Well, awesome. Well, go relax. (laughs) Well, no worries at all. I hope it's been useful to you. And I'm sure it's been useful to everybody to know. Basically, I want everybody to know that being an online business doesn't have to be as hard or as complicated as some people make out. And sometimes we we make out to ourselves. We've got to do this. I've got to do this. I've got to set up all these things before I can start. Actually, you can just start. You can just set up a Facebook group and just get a PayPal link and you're good to go. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah that, I mean, it doesn't get much simpler than that. So. No, it doesn't. <laughs> and it works. I've been doing it for three years. Yeah. 
awesome. Well, yeah, thank you so much. All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to this week's Bubbles and Biz. I hope you enjoyed it and were able to walk away with something new to implement or inspired in some way. If you're frustrated with your marketing efforts and you're ready to master your marketing and grow your business, I'd love to help you. Head to nb.marketing backslash services to learn more.